Hello, and welcome to this edition of the EV Revolution Show audio podcast. With your host, Kenneth Bacor. This is episode 26, recorded on July 6, 2021. This episode of the EV Revolution Show is sponsored by File Sanctuary. Need a great web host for your business? Need to get email at yourdomain.com? They provide professional, feature-rich web and email hosting for any project you have in mind. Get started today at filesanctuary.net forward slash cloud and save 10% with promo code EVREVSHOW. All right, and welcome to this edition of the EV Revolution Show. My name is Kenneth Bocor, your host, as you heard. Um, it's always an exciting time going on in the EV marketplace. And as you folks know, I always try to find a unique and uh, different stories that you may not know about. And uh, I was uh, contacted by this company. I'm so stoked and excited to have them on for this show. Uh, I have Mr. Joan Oris. He's the Chief Technology Officer for an automobile manufacturer based out of Spain called Hispano Suiza. How are you, sir? Oh, fantastic. Thanks. It's nice to meet you. And it's great to meet you. And thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you're based in Barcelona, so I'm very surprised that the uh, Zoom call is going as well as it is right now. So hopefully I don't I don't curse it with that, uh, as this is a large uh, going across the pond international. Well, listen, thank you very much again for taking the time and, and for reaching out to talk to me because um, it, it is a company that I'm not that aware of and what you folks have been doing on the electrification uh, scheme of things. Um, for listeners and viewers, you know, um, Hispano Suiza, you guys are been around a long time. I mean, go back to 1904, the roots, um, a, a Spanish-based car brand um, with all kinds of different products that have been developed throughout this year. And we will get into the electrification, but maybe you could give me just a quick history lesson on the company. Yeah, sure. I mean, Hispano Suiza was a company that was born in 1904, uh, so more than 100 years ago. Uh, here in Spain. And during 30 years, Hispano uh, Suiza was really a luxury brand selling uh, the most amazing vehicles and really competing directly with Rolls Royce. And um, including uh, all the kings of Spain have a car of Hispano Suiza. And, and they also were involved in racing. They developed some, some vehicles and make some racing. And they were in all the auto shows around the world, also in US, showing showing the vehicles. And um, the, the, com- the company was based in, uh, in, uh, in, in to have the maximum technology, but at the same time to respect the exclusivity and the luxury. And, and this was really the concept and the philosophy of the brand. And uh, it was um, it was a shame, but the company stopped just after after uh, the second uh, war, the Second World War, uh, production of of, um, of automobiles, no, and about, about um, stop production of cars. And was really really a shame for uh, for the world because the cars were amazing until that until that moment and was a really nice brand. Mm-hmm. So the family the family finally who have the uh, the the who have the property of the brand who is the, really the 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 grandson of uh, the founder of the of that company wants to recover uh, the history wants to recover the brand wants to recover mm-hmm. the. So he was looking to to return to the market, to return to the world, uh, showing the same concept, no? showing the technology plus luxury plus uh, plus elegance and plus exclusivity, no? mm-hmm. and trying to to get something on the market that was really really impressive to everybody. So 
when uh, when when we meet him and we understand the spirit that that, that he had behind and the and the goal that he have and the view that he have, we say, well, I'm 100% sure we have to go to to electric vehicle because this is the future. We have to show technology. We have to show the power and the performance of a, of an incredible vehicle, and uh, we have the technology to make this on on electric. And uh, let's try to join. Let's try to join electrification plus luxury in one car. And then suddenly appears this Panosvita Carmen, and this is what, what we have on the hands now. When did uh, that realization that electrification is actually more than just some sort of novelty, you know, in, in an environmental type of concern element for consumers? When, when did you guys realize that? Was that five years ago, three years ago? Do you have any sense of timing? To be honest, from myself as a CTO, I dream on electric vehicles from 20 years ago. I already oh, have done okay. my first electric vehicle 20 years ago. That was a solar car to make a race in Australia, and that was amazing. And after right. that, I, I, I always were pushing for um, for electric mobility, making a, a lot of different cars. And uh, and uh, I was also involved on, on the Formula E project from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, Formula E is like the, the Formula One for electric vehicles. Yes. And uh, I was with... It's the much quieter. Yes, much fire, but, but the show and the motion is uh, is including higher than Formula One, and uh, we won the first season, and we get a, a lot of experience during six years in in, in Formula E, and finally uh, this experience, this this knowledge was was also um, one of the points that we put on the table to explain to the family we can be on top of technology, we can be at the maximum level, we can offer you a car that really will show how the cars will be in future. And uh, and that's the reason that also trying to um, to um, to keep the goal that we have, uh, with, that we say from race to road uh, technology mm-hmm. transfer, uh, we are trying to uh, to keep that that technology, that knowledge inside the Spanish Vita Carmen. And how difficult is it to take a vehicle, before we really dive into to your, electric, uh, your electric offering, how difficult is it to take to take a vehicle from the track to the road, as you said, because there's a lot of differences, a lot of things that consumers, you know, that you have as an order, as a manufacturer need to take into account when you're going to take a car that would be, you know, uh, burning it up at a track, but that needs to be, you know, all the safety elements and all the the, the issues around that. How difficult is that process? Sure, it's, it's, it's a huge difficult, but mm-hmm. if you start from the point that you have the, the technology for the for the batteries and powertrain, obviously it's a good start. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I, I really feel that the Formula E is like uh, Formula One long time ago, where really uh, the people can can investigate, can learn a lot. No, it's, If you remember in Formula One, is is where we discovered, for example, the ABS or, or the active mm-hmm. suspension, and, and later, I mean, for sure, all the cars now on the market really have ABS yes. uh, as a system for brakes. No, but this was discovered in, inside Formula One. So, this is this is what happened actually in in, in Formula E. It's uh, the place where we're investigating on batteries, on regeneration, on uh, on the BMS, on the motors, inverters, on the charging system. So it's a place to really to to learn and uh, and then to to make a transfer of this technology to the to the street cars. So then, on top of that, obviously, you have to uh, to increase the safety. You ing- you have to work with the noise. You have to work with aerodynamics. You have to work uh, with um, uh, how to say exclusivity and nice interiors <laughs> that obviously in, in motorsport you don't need. <laughs> yeah. uh, and just you are trying to save weight. So here in this Panosuita, we give the comfort that the driver needs. 
finally, we are building a dream, is, is what we say. Okay, we are building an amazing dream for the drive for a driver, no? and have to be really have to feel the comfort and have to feel the performance at the same time. Absolutely correct. And uh, yeah, you know, you're right. I think a lot of listeners and viewers may forget that there's so much advancements in technology that we take for granted today, but that have their roots in the racing, you know, and 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 that sort of engineering realm. So uh, so many inventions that we use now that we take for granted. And let's talk about that dream that you mentioned. So what you've built and what you brought to market are, are is a line of vehicles from called Carmen. It's the Carmen and the Carmen Boulogne. And these are your fully electrified vehicles um, that you developed. Were they based on an existing chassis or did, is this a ground up electrified electrified design? We developed completely the car from zero, completely. So external design first, and when we get exactly the, the external design that we want, uh, we make uh, the aerodynamic uh, check with the CFD, and, and we make simulations, and we evaluate how the car has to be. And then we develop completely all the chassis, all the interiors, in, in a fiber carbon chassis, completely fiber mm-hmm. carbon. Uh, from front subframe to the rear subframe, everything is in fiber carbon. So just you have aluminum parts for the wishbones, uprights, some part of suspension. Um, and then, uh, I mean, really everything was, was built in house, suspension, brakes, steering, all the battery concept, uh, the powertrain, the transmissions, um, all the all the all the interiors. Finally, it's the car is a production is, is really artisanal. So finally, we are we we not have a production line to make one thousand vehicles. We are really artisanal uh, mechanics uh, building the car with with their hands, and we spend like months to build one car. Uh, and and all the buildings are coming from the heart of the mechanics. <laughs> so. Uh, exactly. So so really, finally, it's, it's, it's what we are doing. And the most important, we invite the customer to come to house and to make a special car for them. So they come and they choose exactly the color that they want, how they want the seat, how they want the steering wheel, how they want interiors. And we put exactly the colors that they are that they are asking for, for, for the car. And uh, finally, what they, what they have as a result is really an exclusive car that you cannot see another on the world. Exactly. I, I did look at your website and looked at some of the design tools and uh, the elements there. It, it's it's quite in depth on, on what you offer on that engineering. So as a ground up design, which is you know typically the way we're seeing all the major uh, OEMs and automobile man- manufacturers go now is with a ground up design. You know, initially a lot of the big, a lot of the bigger ones were taking existing platforms, internal combustion, and electrifying them, and some were doing a pretty good job, but. I think they all realize that if there's going to be economies of scale and cost benefits, and then also the ability to take a platform and, and you know bring that to market with multiple types of variances on that platform, be it you know compact uh, hatchback to midsize sedan to SUV or whatever, you know uh, building your own platform that offers that is the way to go, and uh, and all those advantages. So you mentioned. Uh, on your models that you use, it's all carbon fiber, lightweight uh, materials, uh, but still very safe and offering the rigidity and the safety that you would get if you were, let's say, all steel or, or, or other components. Is that correct? Yeah, well, in, in, including better. I mean, it's, it's not, mm-hmm. I mean, fiber carbon, well used it. Uh, and, uh, and obviously we have experience on simulation for front crash, rear crash, side crash. Mm-hmm. And also we have done a lot of tests uh, with the vehicle. So, we can really guarantee that the, the car is, is really safe and uh, you not have any issue on, the, on on that side. I mean, and everything is homologated by the normal regulation. So finally, you have a 
you have a car that uh, 100% you can trust on it. Exactly. And did you were you surprised at the um, the availability for space that a, a ground up designed electrified platform gives you? Because when you're looking at that skateboard design, which is everybody kind of recognizes that seems to be the standard now, that's a different design than the normal you know internal combustion vehicles have been utilizing for for decades. Um, was there a sense of you know we've got all this space, we've got much more things that we can do from both an interior and exterior design elements? Well, when when you develop an electric car from zero, you know that um, now on, on this transition period, maybe on the last uh, five years and maybe on the next five years, there is a lot of people trying to use a chassis that are coming from a combustion vehicle, trying to transform to electric. Okay, mm -hmm. so then you have to uh, to reinvent the space inside a car that already exists, and this is much much more difficult. But when you design a car from zero that uh, is born in electric, it's not that we transform something to electric; it's born mm -hmm. completely as electric car. Um, everything is is designed uh, as, as 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 a perfect solution of what you need. You know, so really we are we have the space of the battery that we need, and all the monocoque is adapted to the battery. You know, right. so. Uh, and all the space that we have around the battery then is adapted to the power plant and to the passengers, that everything is thinked from zero. You have the battery and then you build the car around that battery. And um, and this is this is the way how make now a, a super electric car, no? And uh, to the to first thing of the capacity that you need and the performance that you need, and then build the car around it. Exactly. Um, and, and that's exactly what most OEMs are starting to do now is to get into the, their own designs with all those benefits that they bring. Uh, so this vehicle, let's talk about some of the specs. Uh, and now this is uh, has a battery size, um, if I have my notes here, uh, of 80 kilowatt hours. Is that correct? Yeah, it's 86, 86, 86. kilowatt hours. Yeah. Okay. And this is a, a in-house sourced battery solution, correct? You're, you're yeah, working sure. with, I guess, one of the major suppliers and integrating that into your your systems, or is this something that you no. co-developed yourselves? No, we just choose on the market which is the best cell, the lithium cell that uh, really adapt to our, our necessities, looking at discharge capacity, weight, and uh, and from that we will completely the the full architecture of the battery. So we create the modules, we put the BMS, we put all the yep. electric loom, uh, we make the cooling system. And, uh, and and we complete all the casing with the fuses and distribution box on top. So it's, it's a 100% developed uh, in-house battery pack. Are you able to say what manufacturer or what supplier you use for the cells? Is it one of the leading guys like LG Cam or SKI or somebody Panasonic? It's a Pharasis company. Pharasis is a uh, is, um, company from U.S. who have a headquarters in San Francisco and uh, okay. Of um, the factory in China, and now a factory also in Germany, and are, are doing also production for uh, for a main uh, manufacturers also in, in Germany at this moment. Okay, and are these are you using pouch type technology or cylinder? Yes, a pouch. Pouch. Okay, excellent. Pouch. Yeah, and is it is it based on uh, the standard type of NMC uh, chemistries today, or have you tweaked it yes. for something different? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's it's a standard one. Yes, it's a standard, but looking looking obviously uh, the maximum capacity of discharge. So you have obviously different cells on the market. Yeah. What we are looking here is, um, is, uh, is a cell that you can go to a, to a 15C that we call, so that is that you can, you can have a big range of discharge for the battery to get mm -hmm. the maximum power. So not forget that the power of the car is, is 1,000 horsepower. 
yeah. and uh, uh, on the rear axle. And uh, and then what what you need is is not only to look uh, to save weight, it's also to have the possibility to discharge this energy from the battery. Yeah, people may forget that when you're when you're flooring, uh, you know, pressing the accelerator down on an EV and going real fast. There's a lot of heat that builds up on that discharge, right? So you do need a really good thermal management system, which you mentioned that you've developed your own cooling and thermal management for the battery pack system here to, to, to again, you know, negate that heat element because batteries can survive the cold okay, but the heat is what kind of does it for them. And I kind of tell the analogy when I'm talking to people about brain cells, you know, you can... You can lose a skin cell, it'll grow back. But when you lose a brain cell, it doesn't come back. So it's kind of similar to battery degradation, right? The heat's not good for it. So a really good thermal management, especially in a performance vehicle, a high-performance vehicle, where there's going to be a lot of heat buildup is, is critical for that. We talk about some of the specs. You mentioned the horsepower. Just you know, I I worked it out to just be under um, eleven hundred horsepower, but certainly up in that range. You've got almost twelve hundred foot pounds of torque. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Is this an, an all wheel, a dual engine, a dual motor setup, or just a single? Yeah. No, it's a dual a dual motor on the rear with yep. a reduction that goes to uh, each each wheel on the rear, mm-hmm. and then and then we have a torque vectoring system to manage them. Okay, so do you put a motor on the front axle or not? No, no, it's just it's just rear wheel drive. Okay, rear wheel drive, excellent. And then with the torque vectoring, yeah, I mean we've got you know zero to hundred k specs, and I'm reading here from your sheet of, of under two and a half seconds, which is you know blistering fact, uh, blistering. I mean people are making a big deal of out of uh, Tesla's Model S uh, Plaid that just came out, which is you know giving two point nine uh, kind of ranges, but you know here we have something that even is is much faster than that. Um, can you talk a little bit more about some of the specs on the vehicle? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think that you, you you told about the main about the main wines. The the, the weight is important, obviously, and, and that's the reason that we are going to to fiber carbon. So don't 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 forget that uh, you are speaking now about Tesla, and uh, it's a fantastic car. But not don't forget that they, they are really close to uh, two thousand six hundred kilos. Yes. Uh, so, um, that's that's the reason that we can maybe achieve a little bit better acceleration doing everything in fiber carbon. So. We have a weight that is a, a, um, a, a little bit lower than 1,800 kilos, mm-hmm. and that's the reason that with the power that we have, you can you can have this amazing acceleration. Um, and then, yeah, about, about what more about performance? I mean, uh, you can do. Everybody's asking me what is really the range that I can do with this car, and I say, well, it depends. I mean, if if you drive this car like like your mother, you can do 500 kilometers. But <laughs> yeah. if you are really using the 1,000 uh, horsepower that you have, so uh, then uh, the range is many, many, many lower. But it's going to be much lower. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you do support DC fast charging. I understand it's up to um, 80 kilowatt. Um, our 80 kilowatt of DC fast charging, and it'll yes, come with yes. DCS I, combo. I, I take it DCS. I, I test already un- until 100 kilowatts. It's no, it's no problem to, uh, 100, to make. Okay. But then, yeah, 100 kilowatts. Yeah. And um, on DC, and uh, we are using a CCS2, CCS2 type of, okay. uh, type of charging. So that's great. So the vehicle can take advantage of, of more of the ultra high speed charging elements like Ionity and all these others that are, are throughout Europe and, and of course, sure. and EA and EC here. Mm-hmm. And we offer to the customers also um, the charger included if, if they want. But obviously, the idea is that they can charge this to to any place. Okay, we don't want to have the, the Tesla exclusivity system. We really want to offer something that is a standard, and they can go to any place to charge the car. 
Exactly, exactly. And I know you've taken a lot of, you talked about the interior and some of the, the comforts that you have to design when you're going from, you know, track to a, to a city vehicle or to a consumer vehicle that's going to be on the road. Um, you've, you've used a lot of beautiful materials. I, I looked at a lot of the pictures and video on there, and I will have um, a lot of links to that for the audio show. Um, and if I can, if I can put this on video, which I'm going to try to do, then I'll incorporate, of course, a lot of the images and, and uh, video that I have on the B-roll while we're talking. But can you talk about some of those interior finishes and the, and the design language around that? Yeah, sure. I mean, as I told you, the customer have the possibility to come and choose the interiors. Okay, so for example, we have done uh, all, all the special. Um, so the seats are obviously electric seats that you can move and adapt to your position electronically. Um, but also, he can choose um, exactly the colors and the color of the line, and including he can put his name on the on the seat if he wants. Uh, this is completely open. And then, uh, for example, we can use. Uh, all the boot uh, system to um, to print on top of the dashboard, so the dashboard can be in a different colors or can be in a boot material. Um, you can also choose the the steering wheel and the size of the steering wheel, and obviously the material and colors that that he wants to use. And uh, yeah, all, all the materials that we are using on on the on the interiors are, um, are the best materials that you can find on, on on the market. Obviously, to give this exclusivity and, and luxury. Uh, vehicle to the driver <laughs> you know it's a gorgeous looking machine i look like i said i looked at a lot of the videos and the picture is absolutely stunning um these are now available as as i, I asked just before we press the record button i wasn't sure what state of production but you, you're saying that these are in full production they're orderable you're delivering vehicles um can you talk about the price points and you know what kind of uh not necessarily quantities per year but what's the average order cycle takes because these are as you mentioned a lot of the hand built Okay, maybe I'm coming to the site that is Dave who have to answer that, but uh, I will just tell that uh, yeah. we have, the idea is to make a collection of a 20 cars. Okay, okay. the Carmen will be 20 cars, and, and okay. the Carmen Boulogne, it will be a collection of five cars. Five. So okay. it's really, really small exclusive. collection, mm -hmm. and, and, and because we want to keep this exclusivity, okay? Yeah. We want it to, to have um, something that... Uh, so the, probably the, three of them are going to the Middle East, I would imagine, but that's just my guess, so... <laughs> Sure, but, you know, this, 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 this world that is world that coming to US uh, yeah, soon. and one to the US, yeah. Mexico, so uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. But well, uh, the number is the number exactly is nineteen. Nineteen, okay. Yeah, only nineteen because because one is for the family. No, I suppose that they, exactly. they don't. So the right. total production total production yes. is twenty, but only nineteen is for sale. Zero, yes. Uh -huh. Have to have it's it for the That's awesome. And you know, how long does it take from an order um, that's locked into delivery? What's that Personally, cycle? Yeah, it's approximately six months, six and months then after okay. yeah, after six months, we organize an experience for the driver. So it's, okay. it's not just to send the car. So we invite the the customer, sorry, to to come to the, to our facilities uh, to see the factory and to see um, uh, all the castle that the family have and to yes. enjoy the, the experience of Hispano Suiza, learning more about the legend of Hispano Suiza and what was 100 years ago yeah. and how. Hispanic um, have has reborn and how Hispanic look at his future. No? So it's, mm. it's an amazing experience that we organize uh, during a weekend, and uh, this is what what we are trying to to sell to the customer as uh, as a nice experience yeah. when when he's buying the car. Excellent. Yeah. No, I certainly get that. And uh, and just last question then, because uh, we're we're close to running out of time here on my Zoom call. 
um, you know, how does this impact the future of the company? Is this a directional change? Are you going to be seeing more investments and more involvement into the electrification side of things? For sure, this is this is the first step. I know, I know the the goal is to close this first step, no? So to um, to close um, the the sales of these vehicles, to keep the customers happy, and to put the the Hispano Suiza on 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 top of the luxury and uh, and um, super electric cars on on the market. Mm-hmm. And this is the goal that we have for the next for the next two years. Um, and obviously, we are we are dreaming about the next step. So we are discussing with the family what, what can be the next step, and it still is not not announced. So I cannot speak a lot about that. Yeah, understand. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but the idea now is just uh, is just to sell that Hispan Suiza half return here to stay. It's not just a prototype. It's not just a small project. It's a brand that have reborn and that uh, will have a continuity on on his life and on the history. Excellent. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, you know, because once once you're into electrification, it's kind of hard to give it up because you get that taste, and uh, it really is a good taste, especially for for where you guys are coming from. Well, I really appreciate your time and, and telling me about the story of the company, how you guys have developed this beautiful vehicle, uh, the suite of, of vehicles here, and and where you're going as a company. It's refreshing to hear. I want to thank you very much for, again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. Hispano Suiza is the company. Uh, Juan Orus is Chief Technology Officer for their organization. Very smart guy. I hope one of the models are, are coming to Canada because if they are, I'd love to uh, reach out to the owner at some point and, and go see it and uh, take some as a video. And if I'm ever in Europe, which I do try to get to from time to time, I'll uh, re- maybe reach out to the ladies and try to organize a visit or something to the. To the well, you're invited. Thank you. Thank you. I love Spanish food, so there's no problem <laughs> traveling <laughs> there, that's for sure. So again, uh, thank you very much for taking the time, which is gracias. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Thanks to you. Thanks to you to give us the opportunity to explain this project and to dream together. Thanks again for listening, folks. You can email me if you have comments. Email at evrevolutionshow at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at evrevshow. I'm also on Instagram, EV Revolution Show. And if you uh, have any suggestions for shows, please let me know. Thanks again for listening, and please, everybody stay safe. And until the next time, I'll see you when I see you.